We want to talk about, and, and I want to get into later, although you start to run out of time, uh, the connection between uh, all the different things that are going on in this sort of immigration field, which includes uh, international students, it includes uh, regular immigration, and it includes uh, refugees, and the fact that it just doesn't seem to be getting you know, planned out in a way that will help us to do what we need to do and have these people. But I was interested to see that uh, some of the same problems we've experienced in Toronto, where you saw people literally ending up sleeping on the street because the shelters were full uh, because some of the funding from Ottawa in particular had been cut off and because there just wasn't any place uh, to support and shelter these refugees. Um, now there's been some uh, attempt to resolve some of that, although it, it's temporary with the use of churches who need some support themselves to carry on with what they're doing, sheltering hundreds of refugees and some additional actions being undertaken, including some money uh, inserted into the process by the government of Canada not too long ago, I think about $95 million. Uh, so Alan Reeser McDowell is the uh, executive director of an organization called Matthew House, uh, and he joins us now. How are you doing this morning, sir? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good. Thanks for coming on. Uh, you know, you've probably read about Toronto. We're reading now about Ottawa. And it really is, I think, and I don't want to put any words in your mouth, but it really is, I think, a, a general uh, failure to put some kind of a, a transition center or reception center, call it what you want, so that uh, people aren't just kind of, in effect, uh, you know, permitted to come in the country, which we have a proud history of doing as Canadians, uh, and then kind of saying, you know, fend for yourself. I mean, with, with organizations like Matthew house, you know, able to provide some help, but not unlimited. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think a comparison just really briefly is to uh, the sponsored refugee programs that we have in Canada. We have a long history and I think a proud one of doing an excellent job welcoming sponsored refugees, which essentially means people who are processed uh, overseas before they arrive. And so everything's set up. Um, they get financial uh, supports the first year. There's other community, often it's like a small group of people in a church or other community that welcome and support refugees when they're sponsored. We have nothing of the sort for refugee claimants. Um, some people use the term asylum seekers. It's the same thing. Um, and we need we need some coordination. Uh, not going to be the same type of program for as uh, compared to sponsored refugees, but we need some plan for what happens on from day one when a refugee claimant arrives in this country. Does that include, I mean, because one of the ideas uh, that I had talked about when I was mayor here and that has been talked about beyond me uh, in the GTA, the Toronto area, uh, is some kind of reception centre. And in fact, the location they talked about for a reception centre would be kind of in the east of Ontario, which might well help Ottawa as well. But the reception centre, the purpose of it would be to receive the refugees when they come across the border um, and then help to direct them to a place where there might actually be a place to live or there might actually be a job or where there might actually be the capacity in a place like Matthew House to accept them and there just isn't really such a thing and so I mean not to oversimplify it but the uh, asylum seekers come across the border uh, and then uh, kind of seem to head down the 401 or up uh, the highway was it 416 uh, you mm -hmm. know to Ottawa or to Toronto and 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 that's fine except that there just isn't the capacity to take everybody kind of almost uh, on short notice yeah and I think some kind of a reception center it may not be one for the country what i would imagine is uh, you know each municipality might come up with something that works for them so in ottawa um where i work you know we have matthews ottawa we also have two other similar organizations doing the same work and there's no reason why uh, organizations like ours who have the expertise to support and know exactly the steps that a refugee claimant needs to get from you know arriving to a place of independence usually it's possible within about three months 
Um, now that's being delayed because of housing challenges in some of the bigger cities. But, but in theory, within three months, you can take someone who's a refugee claimant. They arrived. You help them get on Ontario Works. They uh, need a work permit, finding a job, and then finding longer-term housing. And there's no reason why every municipality who sees a stream of refugee claimants arriving couldn't have some kind of a reception center. So I think it, you know, there's a variety of different ways that it could be done. But you can't do nothing. <laughs> That's basically the situation we've been at for the last, you know, number of years and decades, where we've had, you know, myself and other organizations have been speaking to all levels of government, saying you, you, we're going to have to do something here. This is staring us right in the face. Uh, there's more and more refugee claimants arriving. The global trends are that there will be more refugee claimants, and Canada will see a small number of them. But it's enough that, like, I think it'll be over a hundred thousand this year. You need to have a plan. You need to have some way of receiving a refugee claimant and helping them get the steps that they need uh, to get to the point where they can sustain themselves. You talked earlier about the sponsored refugees, and I remember how well organized it was. My family, uh, we sponsored a Syrian refugee, and then I saw subsequent to that and was very much involved in bringing together 11 of the municipalities in the greater Toronto area to cooperate with each other to do what I talked about earlier, which is that we sort of had a central clearinghouse kind of function, as it were, to make sure that, you know, if if Toronto couldn't take somebody, Hamilton could, and that kind of thing. Um, Do you Mm. think that that kind of cooperation between municipalities and involving the province and the federal government is going to be of some help to all this? Because again, uh, 100,000 sounds like a lot of people. It's spread over the whole year and it's spread across the entire country. Um, And it sounds like better planning would lead to a better result for people who historically do find a job and do find housing faster sometimes than others that are in the care of our shelter system. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, for just as a comparison to give a specific example, we 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 have um, 13 homes at Matthews, Ottawa. Uh, about 90 beds. Uh, every bed, if someone stays six months, then we can use those beds twice. So I think the idea of coordination across the country um, is excellent, and we need to do that. That's going to be a stage two, though. The basic need right now is just more capacity, more beds in programs like ours. I think there's about 30 to 40 organizations right now across the country that are doing similar work. That is not enough to to support the number of refugee claimants that are arriving. But um, there's no reason if I think if the federal government and basically all levels of government were to work together and say, okay, this we know there's models, there's programs that effectively support and do this work very well. And like you say, get refugee claimants from a place of when they're first arriving to when they can support themselves very quickly, quicker than almost (laughs) any other. You know, Mm -hmm. if you look at refugees or if you look at homeless populations Mm -hmm. generally, it's it's a, it's not a hard group in general to work with. They're very motivated and within often quite educated and regardless of where they're coming from. And, so, you know, often there's some trauma and stuff. If you get them the supports that they need in a very quick turnaround, they're going to be working, uh, paying taxes, taking care of themselves. And then that bed that was used for that person is ready for the next one, right? So, so you can do the math. If, if it's a three-month stay, a six-month stay, whatever that is across the country, we just need more beds right now. And we, we, it's completely insufficient at the moment, which is why we have a problem. 
I, I and I agree with you. I mean, the, it takes a lot of gumption to pack up and leave your country, no matter how much persecution you're facing, and come to a strange land. And so I think they do have the gumption to go find a job faster. Let me ask you this question. I just got about 30 seconds, which is, does it all come down to money, or is it beyond that? In other words, if you had more money, are they going to? Is that going to help materialize more beds, or is it really does come down to money and funding, and that will lead to the finding of more of these beds that we need? Well, for us. It, it takes renting houses. The model for us is very small family style homes that we operate. So typically, you know, it could be six to 10 people um, in a home and every home that we can rent in Ottawa, we're doing that right now. Um, so that does take money. Although I'd say it's not a large amount of money. If you, if you do that over time, it, it, partly because Ontario works and once someone's working, they pay a little bit of rent. And so the net uh, contribution of the organization, or in this case, the federal government, say contributing, it wouldn't be a lot per person. For us, the average is eight hundred to a thousand dollars per person per month for our cost. Um, but half of that comes from sort of the rent that we get from residents once they get on OW working. So there's the costs are not high. It's very low cost. It's about five thousand dollars per person through our program right now, and then they're on their way. And that's the best deal you're going to find anywhere in anything related to refugees and homelessness. Alan Reeser McDowell, Executive Director of Matthew House in Ottawa, thanks very much for sharing uh, your thoughts with us and your experiences you're having in Ottawa, not that dissimilar to here in Toronto. Thanks very much. Thank you.